Welcome to the Woot and Why NFL podcast, proudly brought to you by William Hill, where you'll find faster, easier betting on the NFL. Thanks everyone <laughs> for joining us again. Thanks Axel for another intro. Um, Doing great work. He is. Um, this is our NFL season special episode of the Wooten Why Show brought to you by William Hill. Why and myself, Woot speaking, we're going to fly through these. Yeah, there's, there's plenty of markets. We don't want to waste your time. Plenty of markets up on William Hill. They're so working, they're working overtime. Yeah. So all right. So we're gonna we're gonna fly through these. We're gonna you know try to cover as you know, as much as possible, we're going to try to do you know our due diligence on yep. each of these. But yeah, yeah some will. are more obvious than others. But uh, as always, we've got to mention gamble responsibly. Um, if you have a problem, you can seek help. Let's get straight into it with the NFL's most passing yards market. Anything jump out of you? Jump out of you? Jump out <laughs> to you? No demons jumping out of you. Stranger things. Season two on its way. See the I'm trailer? Exci- oh, yeah. Boy, am I excited. Oh, boy, oh, boy. All right. Uh, see how easy oh. we get sidetracked. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> it is. Ever mentioned a player's name? We're talking about television. All right. Drew Brees is the favorite at $6. Ben Roethlisberger is the second favorite at 7 Philip Rivers at 10 Rogers at 11 with Matt Ryan and Carson Palmer. Eli Manning, Andrew Luck all at 13 And Stafford at 15 Kirk. You like that? Cousins you is like also that? at 17 Last year, the... The yardage leader was Drew Brees, threw for 4,870 yards. Philip Rivers was second with 4,792 yards. Tom Brady, third, obviously missing four games, so that hurts his chances. But out of all these, you've you got to look at game scripts. Obviously, teams that have bad defenses um, and you're going to be in a lot of shootouts or playing catch-up really helps build up those passing yards, hence why Drew Brees and Philip Rivers last year finished one and two. Yeah, bad defenses, lack of a ground game. Yep, all things like that. So, to be honest, I like Aaron Rodgers in this. I know that Eddie Lacy is, you know, back looking better than ever, but he's got his weapons that Aaron Rodgers has. He's, you know, Cobb wasn't himself last year. Jordy Nelson, obviously, comeback player of the year candidate. And you've got, you know, Devontae Adams wasn't himself and things like that. So, you've got all those players. Eddie Lacy coming back is a huge benefit, but Jordy Nelson completely changes the dynamic of this team. I, I really like Matthew Stafford. I think their running game is, is not good. Um, they're going to be in a lot of shootouts because their defense is trash as well. Uh, they've got some good players, Ezekiel Anser, Darius Slay, but as a unit, just seem to be lacking. And, and under Jim Bob Cooter last year, the Coot Dog, he started to really hammer into that passing. Cooterific I, I expect a lot of passing attempts. Uh, he had 592 last year. I, ex- I expect in excess of, of 600, maybe 625 passing attempts from Blimey. Stafford this year. So when you look at that, I think he'll have a lot more yards from that. And he's got no Calvin Johnson now, but you think, oh, that's crazy. But I think that might actually help their passing game open up a little bit and spread the ball around. But yeah, Stafford obviously finished uh, eighth last year, finished with 4,262. 
yeah. passing out. However, it's going to be less one-dimensional now that Megatron's out of the picture. Yep. And I, I do think he's going to spread it around a bit more. Because of the lack of ground game in Detroit, I see a lot more screen passes and things like that. But Drew Brees is a uh, favorite for a reason. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he's, he's gotten Kobe Flaner a receiving tight end. He's yep. gotten the rookie wide receiver yep. sensation in Michael Thomas. Yep. Their offense does look good. Their defense he's looks the putrid. Back, he's the back-to-back leader. And, and in 2013, he finished second only because Peyton Manning had that... Did I stutter? Wow, by the way. Miraculous Watching Wise face just kind of slide off your skull. five lemons in my mouth. I have no idea. I got ahead of myself. Miraculous season. I get excited when I talk about my boy Peyton. But yeah, Drew Brees, obviously the favorite, but... You know, six dollars is nothing to sneeze at, though. That's pretty good value. Juicy, juicy. And their defense is going to be. How do you like Roethlisberger? My issue with Roethlisberger is health. Like he just can't stay healthier. If he plays sixteen games, it's obvious that he will be up there. Yeah, because if you look at yards per game, first three hundred twenty-eight yards per game. Breeze was set three hundred twenty-five last year, so he he can give you value if you trust that he's going to play a full season. I don't. Yep. All right. So you're on Aaron Rodgers. I'm on Aaron Rodgers I'm and on Drew Matthew Brees Stafford. and Stafford. I do yep. like those three a lot. Yep. All right. Let's move on to the rushing yards now. Uh, Adrian Peterson is the five dollar fifty favorite. Todd Gurley at seven fifty. Lamar Miller and Ezekiel Elliott at ten. Doug Martin at eleven. Le'Veon Bell with that suspension thirteen. And Jamal Charles, as we just said um, in our previous podcast, looking at the major awards, is going to be eased back a little bit. So he's there at fifteen dollars. And then you have LaShawn McCoy and Eddie Lacy there to round up the top market. David Johnson down there as well, a top fantasy pick at $17. You know who I really like? Yep. LaShawn McCoy. Mm-hmm. I do think... Why? It, I think <laughs> Carlos Williams is now out of the picture. Who's their backup? Reggie Bush. Yeah, that's that's crazy. So We recorded got... this two weeks ago. Non-existent. No. So Reggie Bush is the backup to LaShawn McCoy. I do really like... The fact that that I I try to think they're going to limit Tyrod Taylor Tyrod Taylor's exposure Did I as much as they can. Yep. I think they're going to try to keep it a consistent fifty fifty run pass offense. However, I think running it down the guts with LeSean McCoy and hoping that he can break off big plays is going to you know I think it'll be beneficial for Buffalo. I don't think that they don't have too much outside of Sammy Watkins. And I don't think, even though they've offered uh, Tyrod Taylor quite a big contract, I think LaShawn McCoy could be the benefiter of all that kerfuffle. Hmm. Interesting. Analysis. I look at last year's results and... McCoy was hurt. Yes, he was. Adrian Peterson was the leader at 1,400 yards. Now they've just lost their quarterback. Uh, and Jarek McKinnon looks really good. I think Jarek McKinnon's going to take a lot of ca- uh, touches as they try to not overdo Peterson and keep him fresh and more effective. Uh, he he led the league. But Darren McFadden finished fourth with 1,000 yards, and he's not a very talented running back. Well, he did have, at this point in his career, he did have a lot of talent coming out, but at this point in his career, not as talented as, say, an Ezekiel Elliott. And I know he's a rookie. But I think back to Edron James' rookie season where he lit up the league, and I see similar stuff from Ezekiel Elliott. And you've also, look at Todd Gurley last year, had a really great rookie season, and he finished third on that list and missed four games. Ezekiel Elliott's running behind a much better offensive line than Gurley did in LA, uh, in St. Louis back then, now now at LA. But I just, I think 
Ezekiel Elliott at ten dollars, especially now that Romo's out early, they're just going to give him the ball twenty five times a game, and I think he can just light it up at ten dollars. I really like that value. I don't have enough faith in Dak Prescott yet. Yep. To find myself believing that people are the defenses are going to be too con- too concerned about what Prescott has to offer. Yep. We mentioned it in our regular podcast that um, the throws that have been you know, coming off for Prescott in the preseason are throws that would generally be swatted away or intercepted yep. in the regular... Not all of them, but just some. Yeah. Yep. But, and it's a, he's still playing against, you know, vanilla schemes and vanilla defenses in the preseason. So what looks good at the moment, obviously, is not going to be the same case for the, for the NFL season, is what the other 31 teams are hoping. Yep. So... However, if he you know if he does play any what close to Romo's to Romo's level, yep. Ezekiel Elliott will have a great yep. year. But if he doesn't, and he comes out and he's you know he's not that um, the player that the Cowboys are hoping that he is and that has shown in the preseason, it's not like Ezekiel Elliott is an Adrian Peterson where even if they game plan for him, Peterson will still run it an average of five y- yards against an eight man box. Yep. He will be stopped. You don't know that. I do. <laughs> he's no. been called the he's been called the best running back prospect since Adrian Peterson. So I'm not saying yeah. that the, I just, the Cowboys yeah. offensive no. line isn't good. No. We all know it's yeah. amazing. You just obviously you've seen Adrian Peterson do it. You just haven't seen Ezekiel Elliott do it. Yes. And that's why I like the price because it comes at that discount because people are saying he's a rookie. Like if he was like a four year vet, I think he would be up around that. 650 mark or 550 mark equal favorite with AP. So that's why I like the price. If he'd been doing it for four years, he'd be talked about as an Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he yep. would be behind the Cowboys line oh. and the price would be a dollar fifty. Yep. But that's why I'm taking him at 10. This is the one chance we'll get to get Ezekiel Elliott to lead the league. All right, I'm on board. At $10. I'm on board. You convinced me. All right, good. Get out of here, McCoy. <laughs> nah, but, most seriously, rec- but seriously, $15, McCoy. Most <laughs> receiving yards. I think it's a two horse race here or a three horse race, sorry. Wow, um, you move. Is, you move quickly. I did move. Uh, Antonio Brown is the f- favorite at five dollars. Julio Jones is the second favorite at five fifty. Odell Beckham Jr. at seven fifty. Uh, you look at the league leaders last year. Julio Jones led the league with uh, one thousand eight hundred and seventy-one yards. Like Allen Robinson at twenty-one dollars. Mm, I think they're going to be a more balanced offense this year. Chris Ivory in tow. TJ Yeldon's not a every down back, and I think now that they have that combination, they're going to run it a lot more. All right. And I think their defense is going to keep them in games more, so they won't be in garbage time a lot, throwing, playing catch-up a lot. All right, let's smash it out, right? Antonio yep. Brown and Julio Jones, take your pick, because it could be either of them. Flip a coin. I think Antonio Brown has a better health history, as yep. why he is a 50-cent favorite. A better quarterback. Yep. Julio Jones... We all know that he could easily win by 400 yards. The guy's yep. that good. Yep. But there has been health concerns. Odell, I think, with Sterling Shepard and depending on what Victor Cruz does, etc., yep. I think there'll be a more spread offense. He's, yep. he's not just the only guy. Yep. And I think, you know, the whole Kardashian connection might <laughs> hinder him. DeAndre Hopkins has uh, Osweiler throwing to him. And they're going to... Yeah, well, that's true. And they're going to run the ball a lot more with an actual feature back now, a healthy feature back in Lamar Miller. Yep. So I really like AJ Green at $11. I, I'm on AJ and- Green yep. is a great player, and I think he's going to have an absolutely great year. Yeah. But the Bengals' offense is too well-rounded. Yep. Don't oh, you agree? Oh, 
in, in terms two, of the ground. You've got two perfect backs. You've yep. got your receiving back and your ground and pound back and Jeremy Hill and yep. Bernard. Yep. Then you've got... Tyler Eifert coming back. Tyler Eifert, yeah. Uh, uh, coming back, you've got the brand new rookie wide receiver in Boyd. Yep. You've got AJ Green, obviously. That's a well-rounded offense. It is. I'm on Antonio Brown. It's just boring just picking the favorite, but... If I were to back anyone else, it would be AJ Green at eleven dollars. Not Keenan. I just, no, I'm not. He doesn't go downfield enough. Like he, if I had to put money on someone to lead the league in catches, it'd be probably Green or Allen again. A little but, bit of a preview to my bold prediction. Yeah, well, there we go. Well, that'll be coming up next week, uh, as always. All right, so you're on Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, let's move on to most regular season sacks. And if you listen to our last episode, we. Both were on Khalil Mack to be Defensive Player of the Year. So I'm assuming we're just going to double down here and take him at the 475 to have the most regular season. Seems sacks. juicy. It seems yeah. juicy. Especially with what coming off his injury. And Von Miller is a sack machine, but n- never in huge chunks given the, the talent along that D-line. Yeah, and he doesn't go up against um, uh, the Carolina offensive line every week. No, he doesn't go against Mike Rammers every week. I didn't want to say his name, yeah. but... Because, you know, the hate's gone too the far. The rumor is every time you say Mike Remmons, a Carolina Panthers fan, faints. <laughs> I could have gone really dark. No, it, the, but I didn't. the, the storyline with us is yep. every offensive lineman we mentioned. <laughs> Something happens. <laughs> so Khalil, Khalil Mack at 475. Really, really good odds there as the second favorite. Some other speckies that I don't mind. Ezekiel Answer at $13 and Chandler Jones at $9. Thoughts on those two? Like, good players, and I think they'll yep. have decent years in this situation, but... Just not game records I, like Khalil Mack. Yeah. Khalil Mack's an absolute freak. It's just ridiculous, the size and speed. He can play he out. made the Pro Bowl at two positions. Enough said. <laughs> Let's move on. And one was kicker. No. Nah. <laughs> Regular season highest scoring team. I so think... So, most points. Yeah. I do like Green Bay. Yep. At 8.50. I think Arizona and Carolina will have good years. They are the favorites. I also think Pittsburgh will have a good year, but you always have those Pittsburgh Steelers games that are low scoring where they struggle to grind out a win against some team. So I think I I like Green Bay at that price because I think a lot of people are down on them after last season. How much season. are they? $8.50. So it's a, they're an extra dollar over Arizona. And Carolina, who are the favorites, the joint favorites. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's tough. I, I do like the Packers as well, but I will mention the Steelers as well because uh, if Big Ben does play that entire season and then Le'Veon Bell obviously only missing three games now, they have a chance to put up plenty of points. So I think it is between those two. You mentioned We mentioned Arizona. Possibly their defense will help them out a lot more this year than their offense. So at 750, I'm trying to avoid. What about Seattle, though, putting up some points? No. No? Can't see it? No, because like... I think they, like the Steelers, like I mentioned, they do have those grinding games. They do play the Rams, and the Rams and the uh, Seahawks always seem yep. to have those games. So, it was yeah. pretty close last year. Carolina had 500 points. Arizona was second with 489. New England at 465. New England, it hurts just that first four weeks without Tom Brady. Yeah, so the all the all the Tom Brady markets, all the Patriots markets are hindered by that. Yeah, they are. They they are adjusted to that. So we're we're taking the Steelers or the Packers, but there is plenty of juicy odds. If you like the Giants' offense this year at thirteen dollars, even the Colts' offense at twenty one dollars. So things to consider there. All right, let's move on to the lowest scoring team. Um, I'm taking the San Francisco Forty ers at nine dollars. Really? Yep. 
I'm not. Really? I'm really not. Okay. I think the Rams are going to possibly suck hard. Okay. <laughs> you know. Um, and who knows about the Minnesota Vikings right now? Now without Bridgewater. Yeah, so they're paying $15, um, the same price as Philadelphia. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, so Sean Hill is the quarterback at the Better moment. Sam Bradford. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I think the Minnesota Vikings with Sean Hill under center at the moment, we don't know if they, you know, they want to go out and pick up another veteran. There hasn't, there's been there's talk, talk of Sanchez. Yeah. Please so, trade for Josh McCown. Please trade for yeah, Josh McCown. Yeah, Josh McCown is a good choice. Yep. Um, yeah, but so they've obviously got Adrian Peterson, but they were already the team that threw the lowest amount of passes last year. Guess who had the lowest, least amount of points last year? Is it unexpected? <laughs> the first one isn't. Second is. Is it the Browns first? No. San Francisco had two hundred. Oh, of course, of course, 238 points. Dallas was second, but obviously had that backup quarterback issues. Obviously, that's been fixed up a little bit now with... The rookie Dak Prescott filling in for Tony Romo, but Romo Who might not third? be out. Cleveland were third. Los Angeles were fourth. I think the Cleveland offense will be sneaky this year. Pretty good. I don't know why they're at six fifty. I would avoid that price. But yeah, I like the. I was keen on the Titans, but now that the exotic, exotic Smash Mouth has showed something, and Mariota looks amazing. So uh, I'm he, on Forty Niners again. To me, he looks like the next young quarterback that is going to be I think he can win. I think he can I think we'll be having a conversation this time next year about MVP markets and Mariota will be in the discussion and that's coming from a Colts fan so wow yep alright look at you go best regular season record so this is a little peek, peek sneak peek into our uh, pick the lines podcast that are coming up uh, in the next couple of days so best regular season record who's your who's your tip we won't go through all the market but who's your tip and, and what price are they Today would be good. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, well, filibuster. Do you do you know what that word means? Yeah. Yeah. What's that mean? I think I like Seattle. Yeah, I do. Something. I I think it's just today that it's all just dropped on me that Seattle quite possibly might have a great record. Is that because you were doing prep for tonight? <laughs> Shut up, Josh. No. Uh, yeah. Oh, or Green Bay. I yeah, like Green Bay I, too. I, I think. I think it's a it's a three horse race between Green Bay, Seattle, and Arizona, yeah. but Arizona and Seattle play each other, so that hurts. That's why I'm siding with Green Bay. Who, when you look at the sports book over in in Vegas, they actually release all sixteen weeks NFL lines. Obviously, they adjust them, but the preseason lines, Green Bay are favorite in every single match that they're playing in. Um, I look at their schedule, and it's hard to find games that they'll lose uh, without being shocked. I, I think they can win. 14 games, and I think uh, they're they're the best bet. Will they win every game? Not every game. Well, that's our next question. All right, let's move on. <laughs> so, who are you on? No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I've already moved on. Okay. Team to go 16 and 0. Oh, you're going going with the outsider here at no at a dollar one. Yeah. Um. I just I just look at the <laughs> I just look at the history of the game, and uh, it doesn't happen very often. No. But as I just said. The, the Packers were our favorite in all 16 of their of their games. So if you believe in that, that price will start to come in as they get, you know, hey, 6 and it 0, got to 7. About, and it 0. got to about 11 games last year and we went, 
I don't see the Panthers losing. Losing, and you know, and then Atlanta helped everybody out and and, and gave them that bloody damn queen. that that loss. So twenty one dollars if you think a team will go sixteen and zero in the regular season, uh, I'm avoiding. We're doing the same thing with nineteen and zero. Yeah, let's full avoid. But if you if you do believe in the the, the miracles, uh, one hundred and fifty one dollars if you really want to if you really want to go at it. Uh, worst regular season record. Now I'm going to go a little bit outside of here because I've mentioned them in the. Um, lead up to the season. I yep. think Atlanta Falcons at $21 is juicy to me. That's ridiculous. You uh, think they're actually... They I have a good team. I think that... Yes, not a good team, but they have a quarterback. So they'll be okay. But I, I know what you mean. $21 does sound enticing. Their defense isn't good. 49ers at $5, please. They have please. Matt Tahulia. Yeah, that's, it's a great combo, though. It's a fantastic... Mm. It's better than the... Uh, the Bondi Burger combo at Porto's. Shut your mouth. You want to get one of those? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this podcast probably brought to you by Porto. No, I, 49ers, $5. I am a little bit worried about a potential, uh, you know, Ewing theory now that Hayne's gone, that the, the whole team's just going to lift without the nuisance of Hayne. No, I'm kidding. $5 I'm for on 49ers. I, I can't see them winning many, many games. I th- I've got them down for one win at the moment. It's not, it's not fun. I'm trying to find them more wins and I just can't do it. All right, let's move on to... And Los Angeles will go 8-8. Eight eight. Pardon? Los Angeles will go 8-8. Eight eight. They do it every year. 7-8-1, and 7-9, 8-8. First NFL head coach fired. I really like this one. It's a funny market. Mike McCoy's favorite, 475. It's each, he has been rumored to be on the outer. If they're in trouble early, I can see it happening. But I don't see them being in trouble early. I really like San Diego. I blame Bosa, to be honest. <laughs> I like their team. I, I don't think he's going to be in trouble early on. I, I, I want to look somewhere else. Rex Ryan at 15th. Yeah. Yeah, I try to combine, uh, I, I think, and, and that was a mistake. I, I think we got to be all in. You know, it's kind of like being half pregnant. You know, forget that. We're all in. So we're fully pregnant now. I'm fully pregnant and all in on you being the first coach fired at okay, $15. Okay. All in. If, let's go through these a little bit. If Bill O'Brien and the Texans have a shocking start, he could go early. I, I don't think he'll go. I think Rick Smith will go for giving Osweiler $70 million. All right, all right. On nice, six games. Nice rebuttal. Yep. Um, what about um, John Fox? <laughs> I think could be could be a good value. The Bears, they're, look, they're a better team on paper, and they haven't made improvements, especially on defense, but their offensive line's arguably worse. Their offense is a little... I haven't liked what I've seen out of Kevin White so far. It's only preseason. Matt Forte's gone. Maybe there's a chance that... That offense might not get kicking with Adam Gase gone now, and John Fox is a real shot at $23. And what if the Atlanta Falcons suck like I predict? Could Dan Quinn go? It's tough, because I think he's a good coach. I think he's a good defensive but coordinator. the Falcons are built... <laughs> that's true. The Falcons are built similar to the Colts. They're just Their roster isn't structured and built properly. It's just It's just poorly constructed, and I think he's changing that slowly. So I think it would be unwise for. I think if they're in the bottom five teams, Dan Quinn will be gone by the end of the year. What about Doug Pedersen? No, 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 no chance. He has a leash the size of the Great Wall. We didn't even mention Jeff Fisher or Jim Caldwell. If Jeff Fisher can't achieve his lifetime goal of forever being eight and eight, there's a chance he'll get fired. Jeff Fisher is being talked. I know. With of there's sorry there's talks of extensions with Jeff Fisher so let's That's just forget just about it. Utterly, utterly ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Oh, are you kidding me? Come on, you gotta be kidding me! All right, let's uh, let's look at 
most regular season touchdowns. So this is can be receiving or rushing, not throwing. Also includes return touchdowns as well. Yep. Last year, Josh, fill us in on who the leaders were. So the three leaders, the outright leader, including yep. postseason, was Doug Baldwin. So this betting market's in the regular season. I know. Though. I'm just yep. just yep. stating that yep. you know the man deserves some credit. Yep. Uh, but then it was a four-way tie in the end between Doug Baldwin, Brandon Marshall, Alan Robinson, and Devontae Freeman. So you've got three wide receivers and a running back, so you've got to account for all positions in, in this. I mean, I don't see too many um, rushing touchdowns from quarterbacks getting... No. Well, uh, Newton, you, Newton had get... 10. It's pretty pretty crazy, but all right, you, can't, get out of the way, you can't see him getting that high. Again, uh, David Johnson is the $6.50 favorite. Why, you ask? Well, when he finally took over the, the full-time job, he just raked in carries, touches, and he's just that dual-threat running back. He's the best dual-threat running back in the NFL, probably second to Le'Veon Bell, and he's playing full 16 slate of games. So in an offense that uh, is going to feature him a lot. So that's why he's the $6.50 favorite, and rightly so. I, I think he's the guy that I want to be on in this market if I am going to try... To be honest, I'm I'm gonna I'm I would spread the love around amongst the um the ruffies. Yeah. Well, considering you look at last season, so yeah, let's go down a bit, right? So Devante Freeman, twenty one dollars. Then you slide up a bit more. Alan Robinson, thirty four dollars. Yeah. Both of those, I expect some touchdown regression on. Of course. Yep. And same with Brandon Marshall, who's fifty one, yep. and then Doug Bolden, who ended up postseason as the leading touchdown scorer on seventy one. Yep. I don't see him doing it again, but you do see players that, you know, that could do it down, down, down deep. Yep. Jordan Reed, $81. Exactly. and Highly targeted in the However, zone. who who's not to say that Trevor Simeon or Paxton Lynch or whoever takes over there doesn't just, de- you know, develop some ridiculous chemistry with Demarius Thomas, who's at $126. Why not? $126. I'm not saying, you know, that's the smartest money, but... Well, what about Matt Forte in the Chan Gailey offense? Dual threat running back, $101. There you go. So it's these kinds of players. Yeah. I do think, you know, Keenan Allen has a good shot. I think that if Alshon Jeffrey stayed healthy for all 16 games, $51 is ridiculous for him. Jeremy Hill at $51. He's a gonna, he's going to see a lot of carries at the goal line. Exactly. In an offense that's going to start to feature him, he looks a lot better than he did this time last year. And then also with Jordy Nelson coming back, will defenses overcompensate and try to, you know, shut down the pass and Eddie Lacy just, you know, bubbles his way Or even someone like Randall Cobb who used to, you know, just two seasons ago was really highly targeted in the red zone. So yeah. there is some, you know, if you want to bet some small wages and throw a few speckies on, we've just mentioned a whole heap of names there for you. But yeah, I still like David Johnson though. I, I can't ignore that at 650, but there's plenty of good value that we've just said. Julio. Uh, Julio, who we just mentioned, is $26. There you go, folks. You heard it from Woot. All right, team to go 0-16 in the regular season. No. I'm tempted. Go for it, buddy. I'm tempted at $26. I really am. I'm tempted by the San Francisco 49 Most kicking points. (laughs) Okay. Do you know who I like? Anyone above $20. All right. So Adam Vinatieri is the first one off the ranks at 21. I like him. Matt Bryant, 26. You know what? It could be a long bomb. Julio catches it. They stumble three downs. Kick a field goal. I went to school with a Matt Bryant, if that's anything to go by. $26. He sounds like a guy who would be in a band. <laughs> yes. That is oh, correct. my God. Uh, Blair Walsh ra- uh, laces out Ray Finkel. Can he bounce back? $26. 
What about uh, the rookie sensation Roberto Aguayo, $67? I do think the Bucks um, uh, offense will be better than people think. So, that, like... They they took him they took him second round for a reason. Yes, so because they're nuts. <laughs> they are no, but they Gostkowski led the league in points last year with one hundred and fifty one four dollar fifty favorite. Sebastian Janikowski is not that bad. The Raiders will have a pretty good offense. Forty one dollars. You're right. What about the Chargers? As well, they'll have a pretty good offense. Josh Lambert forty one dollars as well. Like them all. Yeah. Anyway, kicking points here on the Wooten Washer, and last but not least, before we wrap it up. Most tackles and assists for the season. Luke Keekley is the favourite at four dollars twenty-five. Navarro Bowman at five fifty. Levante David at eight fifty. Alec Ogletree at eleven. DeAndre Levy at fifteen. Sean Lee at fifteen. CJ Mosley seventeen. Dequell Jackson twenty-one. And then the two Jacksonville linebackers, Telvin Smith and Paul Puzlasny, at twenty-six dollars. I like Bobby Wagner at thirty-one dollars. Uh, surprisingly, a lot of assists when I did some research on this. Uh, he's a guy that has a lot of assists, not as many tackles, but can really creep up with those assists. He's just always swarming to the ball. So I don't know. Bobby Wagner at $31 is someone that uh, is a little bit sneaky. Denzel Perryman, the uh, Chargers, young linebacker, really like him, $41. I don't mind Sean Lee at $15. Yep. I don't mind him. He's always in and around it. If he plays 16 games, he's always a chance. Of course. That's absolutely... It's uh, always a, a problem, though. It's always a factor. Some uh, roughies, I love Avery Williamson at $81, the Titans inside linebacker, and Quan Alexander, the Bucks linebacker as well. Uh, but Avery Will- Williamson, very sneaky, underrated player at $81 there, um, if you want to specky on See, that. See, the, the problem with this market is, though, like even though Luke Kickley is the favorite because he's just such a dominant human being, yep. Navarro Bowman and players like that, especially... actually. I do like Navarro Bowman a lot now mm. that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Chip Kelly's teams are on the field the least out of any team. He, their their, their offense, you mean? Because they, they all, all teams Sorry. play 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Got me. <laughs> Good one. You mean their defense? Good one, mate. Yeah. No, their offense is on the, the field. The least the amount least of time. Amount of so time. their defense is on the field the most amount yes, of time. Yes, exactly. And we got there. We got there in the end, but the Woot and Why show analysis has prevailed. Navarro Bowman will be he's another a hot year, pick. Yeah, another year removed from that knee injury too, so he's a, a lot healthier and fitter and, and ready to go. Better for better for it after that season. And I think all the 49ers you know, fans and everyone around that organization knew that yeah. he was kind of like the lone shining light yeah. last season. And he did, take some, he did take some time to warm up too. Like the last last eight weeks, he, he racked up a lot of tackles. So I didn't even consider the Chip Kelly effect there. You just focus on there the you offense go, that you didn't even realize. 550. This guy. this guy. I might get on that. Bringing it. Two thumbs. All right. That's it for, for our specials. So I don't know if we're going to be able to get Axel back in here for another intro, but we'll try. We'll try and do it. So we'll be back. Um, stay tuned and listen to our NFC and AFC picking the lines. Our team season wins over unders. Proudly brought to you by William Hill. I hope you enjoyed that. And please check out our awards show as well. As always, gamble responsibly. And you can follow me on Twitter at JYNFL. Myself at Josh Woot. Follow the show at nope. Woot and Y. <laughs> Woot, Woot etc. Don't even know your own God, handle. Mate, we, Terrible. We just, I'm stuck in old ways. iTunes, Stitcher, Wooshka, Radio Hub is where you can find us. Williamhill.com.au. Peace out.